Welcome to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Thank you for joining us live on Facebook, on KLTT Online, and on 670 AM KLTT, and to our listening audience on KLDC Online, and on 1220 AM KLDC. Also, you can watch Get Connected on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. For those viewing on Facebook, please share Bishop Ajala's message with others so that they too can be blessed. We invite you to call in or email us with your prayer requests. To call in, you may call 720-859-1737 and to email us, you may email at info at kcconline.org. Now, let's get ready to hear the word of faith. Here is Bishop Ajala. God's love is not feeling. God's love is not feeling. I want to welcome you to get connected with Bishop Israel Adeyajala today. And today we want to focus on the love of God. Because if there is anything that we need that right now, is understanding the love of God. It seems as if we have forgotten that the love of God is bigger than our feeling. So I want you to just focus your attention to what we are going to be talking today. I want to first of all say to you, 1 John chapter 3 verse 13. I mean 1 John chapter 3 verse 14. 1 John chapter 3, verse 14. He said, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Let me read it again. We know that we have passed from death to life. Because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Let me welcome you again and remind you that the evidence that you are born again is love. If you are a believer, if you are a Christian, whether you are conservative or you are liberal, and you do not understand that very basic thing, you need to go back to it. The Bible says, we know that we have passed from death to life. Not because we love God, but because we love the brethren. And the world we are in today seems as if we have forgotten that the totality of the evidence that we are born again is love for the brethren. In other words, love for your brother and your sisters, regardless of their color, regardless of their nationality, regardless of their race. Now watch this. How do we get to where we are today that people continue to protest? The truth is, 
the believer, especially here in America, we the Christians, we have left our first love. We have abandoned our first love. As a matter of fact, many of us have really disappointed Christ by the way we have been living, me, 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 and me. And we started it, it's one thing to the other. Somebody dial up our emotion and say, those people don't like you. Those whites don't like you. Those black don't like you. Those brown don't like you. And we, we don't take time to say, wait a minute. What, what is the evidence that they don't like me? You know, what is the evidence? Simply because one person who looks somehow behave badly does not mean everybody in that color is the yes. same. Yes. Look, I said to one of my friends, I said, listen, the best of my friends are not of my own color. They are white, they are brown. And simply because one white police officer did something that is unthinkable, does not give me the permission to generalize all police, white police officers and say, oh, they don't like blacks. That would be, it means I've left my first love. Because the evidence that I've moved from death to life is that I love the brethren. Then what he now say, he who does not love his brother abides in death. If you don't love your brother, the Bible says you are, you are still abiding in death. Now, second, uh, Ephesians tells us, in the Ephesians chapter, chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2 tells us, what does that mean? Um, let me just read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. He says, and you who are made alive. Why? Why were you made alive? who are dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. Now, 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 look at what he's saying. You are dead in sin. So when he says you have moved, you have, whoever does not love still abides in death, it means whoever does not love his brother is not born again. That is what it means. If they didn't say it's not going to church, you can be going to church and not be born again. Going to McDonald's does not make you a burger. Right. You know, <laughs> sleeping in the garage doesn't make you a car. So don't say, oh, I go to church. You can even be pre a preacher and not be born again. Yes. Just like I said, many people will confess their sin, but they have not confessed the Lord Jesus, wow. which is two different things. And until you confess the Lord Jesus, you are not saved. Yes. You know, you can confess your sin. In fact, if, you are, if somebody jump you and put a gun towards your head and say, confess your sin now, you will be confessing your <laughs> sin to that person right there and then and doesn't make you saved. Right. So <laughs> confessing your sin does not make you saved. That's not what makes you saved. Confessing the Lord Jesus is what makes you saved. He said, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's what brings salvation. Confessing that Jesus Christ, you know, the, the Lord, you confess the Lord, Lord Jesus. In other words, you confess Jesus is Lord of your life, and then you believe that God raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved. Romans 8, 10. 
Now he says, he says, with mouth we confess, but with heart we believe. Now, so don't, don't, don't just say I'm born again. What makes you born again? Oh, I confess my sin. Simply because you confess your sin, let me say it again, doesn't mean you are born again. You've been confessing you are broke, you are broke, you are broke. Does that make you rich? No, you are still broke. Oh, you confess, oh, I have a headache, I have a headache, I have a... Does that make the headache go, go away? No, you still have a headache. Yeah. You confess, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. That does not make you a saint. You are still a sinner who just recognize, oh, I'm a sinner. So what makes you saved? No, is that you confess the Lord Jesus. Now, how can you confess the Lord Jesus and not have love? Now, love is action. Love is what you do. It's not what you say. Look, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 began to list many things that people do. And he says, if you do all these things, if it is not motivated by love, it's nothing. Let's see. He said, I may speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not love. I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. In other words, I'm speaking in tongues. Can you imagine that? I'm speaking in tongues. Shoko, shoko, shaka, shaka. He said, all your shoko, 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 shaka, shaka. If it is not because of the love of God in your life and the love of brethren, you are just a doorbell. You are just a church um, 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 chimney bell in those days. He says, even though I have a gift of prophecy and I understand all mystery and knowledge, and, and though I have all faith, I can even move mountains, but I don't have love, I am nothing. In other words, without love, you are still as bad as yourself. You know, then he went on, you may even have, in our church, we have grocery drive, we have food bank, we have clothing bank, mm -hmm. we have all those. The Bible says, even if we bestow ourselves, if it is not motivated by love, it's useless. Yes. So most believers are into useless endeavor, even though they are working so hard, thinking they are working for God. Many of you are giving because you are guilty. It, you are not giving because you love. You are giving. Maybe if I give God this, God will do this. No, God is not moved by your sacrifice. He already paid the ultimate sacrifice. Yes. God is touched by your love for him and your love for brethren. Yes. And if you don't love brethren, you are nothing as far as God is concerned. Mm. Now, I want you to know, he didn't say love your race alone. So for me now, if all my love is for my black brothers and my black sisters, I am still in my sin. That's what scripture says. And if you being white, all your love is only to your own white brother, white sisters, you may be speaking in tongues. Your tongue is the tongue of the devil. That's what the Bible says. So don't, don't, so, so let's go back to the basics. There is a church. There was a church in the Bible. Is the church of Ephesus. The church of Ephesus. You know, in uh, Revelation chapter 2, Revelation chapter 2, the church of Ephesus will have been the best church that we have seen. The Bible calls them, in from verse 1, it said to the angel of the church of Ephesus, write, it says, these things 
He, I, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstand. Then he went on and said, I know your works. I know your labor. You, I know your patience. I know that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. Now look at how he's eulogizing yes. the church of Ephesus. Then he went on, he says, you have persevered. Verse 3, you have patience. You have labored for my name's sake. You've sent missionary to Africa. You have sent missionary to China. You have sent missionary to Europe. He said, but I have this against you. You have left your first love. You have left church in America. Go back to your first love. Church in Africa. Go back to your first love. He who does not love his brethren abides in death. Until we go back to our first love, what should be our first love? Love for God, love for all people. Love for God, love for all people. I look at the church in America and I'm thinking we are like church of Ephesus. We are patient. Look at what he said about the church of Ephesus. Let me read it from Passion Translation. I love the way Passion says. He said, but I have this against you. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me at the beginning. The passionate love you had for me at the beginning. Let me say this to you. If you put the ideals of your political affiliation, affiliation yes. if you put the ideals of your political affiliation above the love of God and all people, you have left your first love. If you put your political affiliation, the ideals of your political affiliation, above the love for God and for every man, you have left your first love. Your first love is not to, to the flag. Your first love is not to the nation. You should love the, the nation. You should respect the flag. But your first love as a believer is to Jesus Christ alone and all brethren. Yes. Everyone, whether brown, whether black, whether white. If you begin to move away from that and you are speaking in tongue, your tongue is like a sounding, clanging cymbal. It makes no impact on earth, nor did heaven recognize it. Let's go back to our first love. I will continue after this message. Wow. Thank you, Bishop, for that timely word that truly has touched all of our hearts. That word, the love of God, yes. which we all need to be reminded of. Listeners, we will be back with more of that powerful word, the love of God, in just a few moments. But we have some exciting news, and that is that we are excited to announce that Kingdom Connection Christian Center will be opening for live services very soon. And first, we will start with our Daniel Fast and Prayer Week 
June 22nd through the 27th, Monday through Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. And you are invited to attend. And then we will be going into our first live Sunday service on June 28th. Yes, Sunday, June 28th. We have three service times. They are 8.30 a.m., 10 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. Please know that we will be following the CDC guidelines. So the first 100 persons that come for the services will be seated in the sanctuary. After that, we do have overflow available. So again, join us for our first live Sunday service on Sunday, June 28th. And then you have the choice of 8.30 a.m. service, 10 a.m. service, or 11.30 a.m. service. Also, today at Kingdom Connection, we will be giving away free groceries, and it has been awesome. You're welcome to come through our drive through food bank until 2 p.m., and then every Thursday from 1 to 5 p.m. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. Call us for more information at 720-859-1737. And then you can, until our first Sunday service on the 28th, join us live on live stream for our services. You can join us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Aday Ajala and on YouTube at Aday Ajala Ministries. Join us tonight at 7 p.m., Sunday at 8.30 a.m., 10 a.m., and 11.30 a.m., and Wednesday at 7 p.m. You can support this radio ministry by making a donation gift at adayajala.org and click on Donate. That's A-D-E-A-J-A-L-A dot org and click on Donate. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And Bishop, again, thank you for that word. Bishop, for those in our listening audience who are saying, I get it, Bishop, we ought to have the love of God. But what do I do in a situation where someone has hurt me, has maligned me, has come against me in so many ways, and I've actually try to love them with the love of God, but they don't seem to accept that love. And I feel as though my efforts to love them are in vain. What can I do? Well, let, 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 me, let me say this, uh, Pastor Annette. If anyone out there is uh, at that stage where they are wondering, um, what do I do in a situation like this? I want you to know that love suffers long. In other words, is, it, is patient. Love is patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is patient. When you do something for somebody, and remember there are certain people you have to love them by faith. In the practical sense of it, there is no way you can do it. That's why you need the love of God in your life first. It is the love of God in my life that, I, that will help me to love the unlovable. 
So don't worry about reaching, let, don't worry about whether they respond. You just do what is right. That is why I always say at Kingdom Connection, I, we love you and there is nothing you can do about it. You know, I've had many more people now saying it because I've said yeah. it over <laughs> and over again. And I've been saying this since I was young. I love you and there is nothing you can do about it. Why? My decision to love you is based on the fact that I am enjoying the love of God. And as long as God continues to love me, I don't want unforgiveness or bitterness to hinder my prayer. Yes. People said, Bishop, you get a lot of things done effortlessly. I said, you know the key? It's not because I have a big faith, <laughs> but I have a big heart of love for everyone. There is nobody I can't love, and there is nobody I hate. Now, to love somebody doesn't mean you can't confront them. In fact, when you love somebody, if they do something wrong, you still confront them in love. Yes. I always say truth and love must go together. Truth without love is condemnation. And love without truth is compromise. So it has to be both. Truth without love is condemnation, is legalism. But love without truth is compromise. That's yes. when you, you allow everything. No, both truth and love must go together. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the love. Truth and love. When that returns, you begin to realize that you don't even worry whether somebody responds or not. You've done your part. You see, people who don't walk in love are constantly being tormented because anytime they see the person they don't love, something goes on inside them. You know, I, I remember some many years ago, some you know, few individuals were having issues with the law. They think they were having it with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I went somewhere, I saw them, and some of them were doing their head like this. I was just waving at them. I was smiling. I know they were being tormented by the enemy. Because inside me, I have forgiven them. I yes. love them. And instantly, as I make eye contact with them, I began to pray for them. So, so when they were all, all time, I, I, I was just laughing. When we got into the car, I was telling my son, I said, do you see that one? Do you see that? Do you see their eyes as if they've just been baptized in lemon juice? That is what happens when you refuse to walk in love. Your world shrinks. Wow. Your joy shrinks. Your vitality shrinks. Even, even your peace shrinks. Your, 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 your wisdom shrinks. Fear takes over you. You know, the one, when you love people, you do it for your own sake. You know why? Your prayer is answered easily. Amen. You sleep well. Amen. You live long. You know, a believer have forgotten everything about that. People around me say, you can't be around bishop and not laugh. Yes. Why? Because I am full of joy and love of God. I look for positive, even in the negative thing. Now, yes. don't take that to mean I can't confront you. I will confront you in love when you do something wrong. And I may say it with passion to let you know I mean these things. This is serious. But after I've said it and I realize you are not willing to change, I didn't die for you. God, Jesus did. 
I will leave you to your own fate. I'll be praying for you from a distance, but I won't let you influence my love for you. You see, Paul was writing, and a lot of people misquote Paul there. He said, what shall separate us from the love of God? Yes. Shall tribulations are... The, then they will say, oh, I love God. There's nothing that can separate me from the love of God. I understand that. He didn't say your love for God. He said God's love for you. There is nothing you can do that can make God love, God stop loving you. That's what Paul was saying. He's not saying there is nothing in your life that will make you stop loving God. You stop loving God when you don't love your brother. You stop loving God when you are a racist. You stop loving God when you, are, when, when, when you prefer the rich above the poor. You stop loving God. Because God said, if, you, if, you, if I'm in prison, you visited me. I was hungry, you gave me food. I was naked, you clothed me. They said, when did we see you? Said, as long as you did it to this little one, you've done it for me. Yes. You see, a lot of people are thinking doing great things for God is what God is looking for. Why don't you start by loving somebody? Why don't you start in your church, in your fellowship, to start, by, start with love? Looking for somebody to love, the extension of the hands of God to somebody. Let me tell you this. When you walk in love, you walk in peace. When you walk in love, you walk in wisdom. When you walk in love, you walk in health. When you walk in love, you walk in beauty of the Lord. And that is what I want you to be. That's where God wants you to be. Let me pray with you. We will continue next week. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my brothers, my sisters, and my friends that are listening to me, I declare that your love will move in their life and your glory will show. I speak healing into your life in the name of Jesus. We we'll see you again next week. Amen and amen.